When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 20... One. 21. My my tablet got frozen, and I can't remember anything, apparently. Episode 21, chapter titled... Honesty Night. Well, to be honest, I'm Alden. I am also honestly Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. <laughs> and this is Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, where a lot of honesty happens, I guess. We're uh, very honest on this show. I think so. I don't... I. I don't think we've ever not been, like, why would we be dishonest on the show? Yeah, so we don't need an honesty night. Every night is honesty night on Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. <laughs> Got em. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boy Meets World, take that. Yep. We're honest every time. Uh, anyway, Tanya? Yeah? How have you been? I've been pretty good. Good. Nothing new to share here, I don't think. I mean, we didn't... Well, we are three quarters vaccinated. We are three quarters vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. So in two weeks, I should be, you know, mostly immune. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're half vaxxed. Yep. So that makes us three quarters. Yep. It's very exciting. It is. It's uh, it's a brave new world out there. I mean, I think we're pretty much still going to be living life the same way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, have I been? I've been pretty good. Good. Oh, uh, you did not. Oh, I was going to, but you went off on the whole vaccination thing. And that took up my time to talk about no, how I'm doing. I was it was on the tip of my tongue to say, How about you? And then you were like, Well, you know, we're three quarters vaxxed. I'm sorry, it was all my fault. <laughs> as long as we're being honest, it was all my fault. Ugh. Um Today was crazy for Boy Meets World. It sure was. Today, um Saturday Saturday the twenty fourth. Yep. So today we <laughs> say today one more time. Goodness gracious. Uh, Twitter was ablaze with Boy Meets World today. Yeah, thanks to Girl Meets World. So it was really kind of a... A what? Girl Meets World? Yeah. What is that? It's It comes after Boy Meets World. Like years and years after Boy Meets World. Oh, I'm not even going to be alive then. That's true. But uh, thanks to, I guess, one of the characters trending on Twitter, people went crazy um, posting... Uh, clips from Girl Meets World that were highly problematic. And yes, they were definitely highly problematic. And, you know, Boy Meets World started trending because of the fact that everyone was like, Boy Meets World did all of these things right that Girl Meets World got damagingly wrong. Um, And I don't, at this point, I don't even know if we're ever going to get to Girl Meets World with this podcast. I mean, I feel like we're going to. We're not far from Boy Meets World ending. Really? I mean, we're... Like two seasons, right? um, Yeah. So, like, in podcast time, we've got, like, another year of our show left. That's true. That's true. But, yeah. So, um, when we, if we decide to do Girl Meets World, it's going to be a much different experience than the one that you guys are having now, currently, with Boy Meets World. The thing is, I think everybody in the world had a different experience with Boy, with Girl Meets World than they did Boy Meets World. There's a reason it only lasted three seasons. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't well done, which is one of the things that was being talked about on Twitter. I feel like we're spoiling the future of our podcast. Nobody actually cares that much, I don't think. I think people care. People okay. have talked in our group about it. Can't okay. wait till you get the Girl Meets World so I can finally rewatch it. Oh, okay. Well, so, I'm done talking about it, even though I had some talking points, but I'll wait until we get to Girl Meets World in a year and a half. Yeah, I, th- I don't think it's going to be a great ride for the podcast. I think it's going to be bummer here and there but it's the show right we're gonna talk about it yeah um that's that's right you heard it here first we're gonna do girl meets world one day (laughs) which i'm pretty sure we said on the first episode of our podcast yeah anyway so yeah that's why boy meets world was trending today uh because girl meets world sucked and i you know as um first off i'm a professional podcaster i'm a professional podcaster (laughs) Uh, and I'm terrible at social media and 
I'm so bad that we've we joked about how I don't have the Twitter password anymore. But when like when is better for you to 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 talk about your show than while it's trending <laughs> on Twitter? And I was at work. And I was like, so uh, a friend texted me and he was like, hey, did you see Boy Meets World is trending on Twitter? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go tweet about it. And then I went to go and I was like, I don't know the password to my own account. And he was like texting me. I'm like, I'm at work. Just change the password. He's like, I don't remember the password to the email either. I was like, oh, goodness gracious. And there's nothing I can do about it at work. So, yep. No one heard from us today. Nope. But that's fine. It gave us a chance to save it all for the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. We can't even really talk about because it's mostly about Girl Meets World. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, you know what else we did? None of it even mattered. You know what else we did? What do we do? Well, I played a lot of Bloodborne. Bloodborne is such a good game. Congratulations. Thanks. You know what else we did? What else did we do? Watch Boy Meets World, Season 5, Episode 21, Chapter Titled. Honesty Night. And I'm going to need you to blur me up right about now. All right. Soul Brother. (laughs) The blurb for Season 5, Episode 21, Honesty Night is Corey and Topanga try to fool Sean about their relationship. Uh, And this episode was directed by Alan Meyerson. Three Aliens in a Trench Coat is back. This is not shocking to me. Uh, It was written by Steve Hibbert. Huh. Uh, which was is kind of weird because so he's also written Witches of Pembroke, Chick Like Me, and Quiz Show. He wrote just vastly different episodes. Yeah, but they all have a common denominator. What is the common denominator? They're bonkers. All of those episodes are True. bonkers. Like they're so off the wall, and so is this one. Spoiler. I according to our Facebook group, that's not a spoiler. Everyone's already figuring out who they're going to debate on this episode on Monday. Who are they going to debate? I think Channing Arnold against John Asby. I'm not sure. But there's some some arguments getting ready for Monday. Talk about trending. (laughs) I don't know what that meant. Um, I don't either. That's why I didn't have anything to say as you like looked at me super intensely. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So you looked down at your paper like you're readying your next segment. <laughs> and started laughing because that was really uncomfortable. Classroom or not, Tanya? Not. Oh. Yeah, where do we start? Uh, we start in the senior lounge. Mr. Feeney's coming out into the senior lounge and Topanga and Corey are acting all like lovey-dovey with each other, holding hands and going to sit on the couch. Yeah, they very quickly went from we're back together, things are hot and heavy to like they skipped that whole phase and just got right back into we're married now. I don't know. I th- I think there's a lot of hot and heavy there here. There is later. But right here, I was like, well, this is this is par for the course. Well, remember, they've been together since they were six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're very comfy with each other. Mm. So yeah, they walk in holding hands, talk about how they worked it out. Mr. Feeney's all excited for them, sort of. Well, he's like, wait, you guys excited. are sitting next to each other and holding hands and um, talking in unison. And they're like, oh yeah, last night we got back together. So this is legitimately the day after the playground. Mm-hmm. And... um. Mr. Feeney's just like, oh, well, I'm sure Sean's going to was or Sean was really excited when he found out. And Corey starts like fumbling his words and stuff. And Topanga's just like, you didn't tell Sean. You should have told Sean before you told me. And Corey's just like, I mean, I had a lot going on last night. Yeah, that's a good point. He was in the middle. This is the next day. Yeah. Uh, Corey starts talking about how like Sean's going to be broken hearted. Like we can't do this to him. He, we We can't. Maybe maybe he doesn't know that no one else knows. Uh, or maybe no one else knows. It's just Mr. Feeney. And like a group of girls walk by and they're like, congratulations in unison. So I guess they're together too. And um, <laughs> Corey's like, oh no, we, we have to, oh, I have an idea. And Mr. Feeney goes, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. Was that the stupid idea train coming around the bend? Ho, ho, the train. <laughs> yeah, ho, ho. Um and Corey says, we have to make Sean, or he, he like... He's t- like, we have to pretend we aren't together. 
Still. So that Sean can get us back together. And Mr. Feeney goes... All uh, aboard. All aboard. And um, Topanga basically tells Corey how stupid of an idea that is. Yeah, she's like, he's like, it's a great idea. And she's like, no, it's an anti-great idea. This is a very bad idea. And Mr. Feeney goes, uh, if I may, five words. Topanga is correct. And Corey goes, Mr. Feeney, that's three words. And Mr. Feeney like holds up his finger and goes, you moron. <laughs> um, so they, they talk about how like, I mean, Topanga basically says, like, why can't we tell him the truth? Um, it'd just be easier to tell him the like, truth. And Corey's just like, because I'm really self-important, and I think everything revolves around me. He doesn't and say that. that. Uh, Sean could only possibly be devastated about every aspect of my life, because I am the most important thing in the entire world. No, he doesn't say that either. <sighs> um, what he does say is, you know Honesty what, Topanga? Honesty my ass. You know what, Topanga? You're really good at playing games. You've proven that over the past also doesn't say that. Fifth, five months or whatever. We did so, a whole, like, as we introed the show, we were like, we always tell the truth on Boys, Girls, Boys World. And then you're like, here's all the lies. I'm going to tell lots of lies now. It's, I mean, this is basically what happened. He's like, you're good at playing games. Let's play this game. He doesn't say that at all. And Topanga's like, fine. I only play games with you, but sure, we'll just do this they to Sean. I mean, they don't say and then that. Sean comes around the bend for real, you not wrote, on a train. You wrote four pages of notes. We can't go off the script. <laughs> we can't just start making stuff it's up. It's four pages and a sentence on a fifth page. Yeah. And we're only on sentence number three. Anyway, Sean starts coming down the hallway and immediately Corey and Topanga start like fighting with each other. Yeah, she like is is arguing with him, but then they see Sean and she looks at Corey and she's just like, uh, uh, whatever you brillo headed, whatever. And Corey is like, yeah, you blimpo lipped. Yeah, he says like <laughs> you short nasally voice blimple lipped. Mm -hmm. What is a blimple? Blimpo. What's a blimpo? Like a blimp. Blimpo lipped? Yeah. Like a big, you know, a blimp. Yeah, I know what a blimp is. It seems like you don't. I, I do, but I was so confused by blimpo. Uh, and they like walk off and, and Sean turns to Mr. Feeney and he's like, when will this madness end? I feel like I'm the, the only one clinging to this wreckage. And Mr. Feeney is like, oh, I wish I knew. And, and he's like, I've been clinging to this wreckage for 53 days. And he marks off another tally on his locker, the in, inside of his locker. Um, and he he starts to walk away. And then Corey and Topanga get like louder, arguing with each other. And, um, well, no, first, Topanga does like a, oh, you really blimpo lips? You should kiss my blimpo lips and tell me they're sorry. And Corey's like, well, I would, but my Brillo head would poke you in the eye. And they start arguing more. He's like, be mad. She starts fake growling, like, like, Grr, like her. flirty growling. And Mr. Feeney just like looks away and he's like, whoop, whoop. Now, so now he remembers that a train goes whoop, whoop and not ho, ho. But does a train go whoop, whoop? It goes more that than it does ho, ho. That's true. But I think it's supposed to be choo, choo, not whoop, whoop. But whatever, it's fine. It's Mr. Feeney. He knows what he's talking about. Maybe he went on a train that said those things. Mr. Feeney was super funny here. Uh, Mr. Feeney was super funny throughout this episode. Like, just fantastically funny. I laughed mm -hmm. very hard. Didn't really seem in character, though. No, it wasn't. Um, Until, like, the end, sort of. But for the most part, like, it was very, like, he was so humorous but like he knew he was being humorous right. a lot of the times when mr feeney is like really funny he's well he was also like super negative and biting about his humor mm -hmm. so it was super funny but it was a little out of character but maybe he's just having a bad day or maybe he was having a good day and decided to uh, share his humor with the world. This is the real Feeny. This is the real Feeny. Honesty night. Yeah, honesty night. We're telling ourselves a bunch of lies. We go to the classroom now. Classroom or not? Classroom. Uh, Angela is very excited about 
Corey and Topanga's plan working. Yeah, she's, she's like, I can't believe he still doesn't know. Oh, my gosh. And Topanga's like, I can't believe we weren't together. And they start being really gross and calling each other things like kumquat. And she calls she calls him like his her plum dumpling. And he's like with plum sauce. <laughs> Topanga is like, I don't know about you, but I really am enjoying this game. Well, be- what a shock. Well, before I know before that, Angela goes, on the other hand, you're making me sick. Yeah. On the other hand, you both sicken me. Yeah. So that's when Topanga starts talking like very sexily. Sexily? Yeah. Sexily. To Corey. <laughs> Sexily. Like, I don't know if you know this, but this is really turning me on. <laughs> she, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't say that, is... but basically implies it. See, you're lying now. I, I just, I'm trying to shorten the episode. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, um, she's basically like sneaking around is so sexy and... Or, like, it makes you so sexy, Corey. And Corey's just like, you just said sexy and Corey in the same sentence. And they're just like... And Mr. Feeney walks by then and goes, on the other hand, you sicken me. Yeah, he's like, you also sicken me. And then um, they start talking about, like, why. And um, he was like, uh, I have serious misgivings about being a part of your... And then Sean comes in to he sit says, down. He says, you're little... And Sean walks in and he's like little bighorn, you know, with... He's like, we're General Custer and his wife, Mrs. Custer, have a beach house. And then he like shakes his head and he's just like, I am way too involved in this. Mm -hmm. So now we go back out to the hallway. Uh, Now Corey and and Topanga are arguing like super hot and heavy for Sean's benefit. Sean's standing watching, but they're getting like very... Like so into it and, and and like the things that they're saying are very angry and biting and yeah it's very general hospital joe 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 would know how this would be in general hospital because they get really really dramatically fighty in general hospital and joe loved general hospital they're like you took the best years of my life this is the joe episode we're just <laughs> we're gonna record one episode for everybody and then, like, send it all separately. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, they're arguing a lot. Sean is looking on, and he's like, I, I don't think there's anything that can be done anymore. Yeah, but Corey, like, in this, like, Topanga is sitting there, and she's like, I thought I trusted you until you went and, like, kissed that skinny lip ski bunny. And Corey's just like, she had a name. And then Sean's just like, well, I can't take this anymore. And he says it's hopeless. Corey walks over to him and he's like, no, no, no. It's not hopeless. It's some, this is, you, you guys are going to hear a lot of pages turning this episode. Tanya hasn't gotten, uh, gone green yet. I'm very bad at technology. Um, So basically Sean is saying he gives up and Corey goes, no, you can't like look at her. And Sean is like, yeah, I'm looking right at her. And all I see is uncaring and unforgiving. And... Uh, and cold and Topanga like frowns and Corey says no 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 look at it look at her again and Sean's like yeah so cold well and she changes her facial expression mm-hmm. um and then after he says that she, she starts, starts fake, crying. fake crying which was so uncomfortable and um Sean immediately goes into like the comforting mode and like runs over to her and is like Topanga are you okay are those the tears of hope on your face? And she's like, um, yeah. And he's like, I mean, if you want to get back together with Corey, like Cause she you, says, I you need could. your help. She says, I need your help. And he's like, no, 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 you don't need my help. You could just say something. Just tell him you want to get back together. And she's like, no, um, if I know anything about Corey, it's that it, he, his pride is going to get in the way. And Sean is like, uh, obviously, I know Corey better than you because he doesn't have any pride. And uh, he turns to Corey and he's like, watch. And he goes, uh, she wants to get back together with you. And Corey goes, well, she can rot in hell. And Sean turns to Topanga and he's like, I guess you know him better than me. Yeah. Uh, and 
John walks away and Topanga walks over to Corey and he's just like, hmm, yeah, I can rot in hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is after, like, Sean says, I'm going to do this. You guys are right. I'm going to get you back together. I, You thought I had no emotion left in me, but I got a little bit right here, right in my ticker. And he pumps his chest. And then he gives, like, the best line of the entire episode, maybe. There's a lot of good lines in this one. But he says... But I'll do it for you. I'm gonna squeeze the last drop of tooth, uh, the last drop of my emotional toothpaste out for you. And then he leaves, and Topanga throws Corey on the couch, starts making out with him in the middle and, of the hallway. Yeah, and uh, they're like laying on top of each other. And Corey was like, "Well, I was gonna say you were good at field hockey, but you're also very good at this." So. That's what I was saying. Like, they're still doing the hot and heavy stuff. Yeah, a, no. A day later well, after they got back together. W- right. I, it just, I think it took the the the, the sneaky subterfuge, subterfuge for them to feel like, ooh, this is sexy now. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, so now we go to the apartment uh, where Sean comes in and he goes to ask Jack and Eric, like, about Corey and Topanga. And what he should do about it. Uh-huh. And Eric is sitting there and he's like, why? Are they still estranged? And Sean is very confused. And um, Jack is like, he got a word of the day calendar. Um, they start So they start talking about Corey and Topanga a bit here. Mm-hmm. And um, what can be done. And Sean is like, but I can do it. I can get them back together. I'm going to make it happen. And Eric goes, but it's a strange day. You can't do it today. You can't do it on a strange day. And they're like, well, tomorrow's a strange day, too. And he goes, yeah, but the next day is, it's a strange day. And then he says, that's the last time. That's the last time I order from HTTP colon backslash howdysucker.com. And then he says, I hate this. He's very disappointed that the only word in his calendar is estranged. He's very sad. Because Eric likes learning words, apparently, now. Uh, We know he likes learning things. Yeah. They act like it's ridiculous, but he's so smart. Yeah. Um, So we go back to to, uh, the kitchen. Sean is now having, like, an intervention for the fake Corian, I mean... The fake breakup. fake Corian Topanga breakup. He's, like, counseling them, and he's like, all right, so... You know, we're going to work through this. We have to, like, break things down in order to build things up. It's going to take so much time. And they're like, well, maybe we'll wake up tomorrow and be back together. And he's like... (laughs) And, like, Topanga jumps up and she's like, thank you, Sean. He's like, sit down. He's like, this is going to take time. Uh, So he... He starts he tells, bringing up all their transgressions. He asks, yeah, he does. He tells that, like, well, you know, you wouldn't be here if Corey didn't kiss his girl and go out on a date with her. And you, or if she hadn't gone, like, colluding with <laughs> this other guy. I don't know. He says some words about their, both of their indiscretions. And um, he's like, all right. So, you know, are you angry with each other? Uh, let's start talking about some other things like, Corey, if you could change one thing about Topanga, what would it be? And Corey says, I wouldn't change anything about her. She's perfect. And Topanga now. It's like Topanga explaining to him that he needs to find something. Very adamantly explaining he needs to find something. It's been 53 days since they broke up. He, I'm sure you can find something in in your heart that I've wronged you with. And Corey is like, well, I mean, I, I guess, um, I never knew you could be so cold and unforgiving. And she freaks out. Like, how could you do this? (laughs) Yeah. And she immediately seriously goes into like, I can't believe you could be such an insensitive jerk. And they start freaking out. Sean is like, let's get it all out. And Topanga basically like says, I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I'm so cold and whatever cold and unforgiving and like storms out and slams the door and Corey like jumps up and he's like she actually left 
And And Sean's like, well, yeah, but... And he's like, no, like, she actually left. And then we cut to the backyard where I guess they walked outside to see if she actually left again. Well, they they were walking outside. um, And then they sort of, like, did a weird camera, like, switch to the back door as they walked out of it. And now Corey is mad and he's yelling at Sean and he's calling him an idiot. And he's Mm -hmm. telling him that he ruined everything. Um, and Sean is like, what are you talking about? And, and Corey says, we were back together, you idiot. Um, you broke us up. We were just pretending so that we could make you feel better. So now Corey has really ruined everything. And really, um, now he's hurt things with Topanga and he's hurting things with Sean now. Yeah. You would think. And, um. Sean is so used to his self-involved bullshit at this point. And he's really, Sean's come into his own enough at this point to be like, why, why would you need to do that? And he was like, well, because, you know, we told Feeney first when we should have told you first. And he was like, so you told well, for, someone he, else first. Who cares? Yeah, he like fake freaks out. And Corey is like, see? And he's like, who cares? And, and he's like, you know, Corey's like, we knew how important it was for you to put us back together. He's like, what are you, Humpty Dumpty? You need me to put you back together? Like, I don't care about this. All I cared about was that you guys were unhappy without each other and you would be happier with each other. That's the only thing I cared about. Because Sean has grown as a person through the ages. And he's just like, so I don't care about this. I'm just glad you guys are back together. And Corey's like, well, we were back together until you ruined it. Um, and he's like, look, or Sean says, like, I don't like your sick games. And then he's like, he calls him Corey Mindbender, mm-hmm. which I wish people had also said that to Topanga through this whole well, entire season. Yeah. This is definitely like we, we, we gave Topanga a hard time for treating Corey this way. It doesn't make it any better for Corey to treat Sean, his best friend this way. Like, right. I just will because say that is probably the most realistic thing about this episode is that when people play mind games with someone, that person who has been hurt by those mind games do tend to play those mind games with the person closest to them as well. It Games are a vicious cycle. So this is very realistic that Corey would then switch to playing mind games with Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so... We go back to the apartment. Um, well, Corey sits down and he's like, we should have taken more classes for our senior year. I think we have way too much time on our hands. And that was the realest thing that ever happened in this episode. I really do also like that they just had this fight. And they sit down next to each other, like, under the tree, mm-hmm. kind of, like, deflated. And they're just like, oh, we should have taken more classes. But they're kind of fine with each other. Yeah. So now we go back to the apartment and um, who is Sean or Jack? So so Sean has basically pulled everyone together for a real intervention this time. Before it was counseling. Now it's an intervention. Um, Jack is there. Sean is there. Eric is there. And Corey and Topanga. And Corey and Topanga are there. And Sean's just like, all right, show of hands. Who is tired of the Corey and Topanga issues? And everyone raises their hand. Except for one. Except for Eric. And Eric says, or, or, and man. And Sean. I can't remember who talked. It's Sean. Because um, Sean is sitting like over near the bar, over near the bar stools. Jack is sitting in the chair that's like next to the couch. And so they're like, Eric, you, you didn't raise your hand. Why? And he says, I, I'm fine. I just, you know, um. Um, he says, I didn't think I mattered because I'm just an extension. And they're like, what does that mean? And Jack's like, did you mean exception? And they were like, oh, is exception your word of the day? And Eric's like, no, pertinent is my word of the day. And they're like, why didn't you use that? And he was like, I didn't think that was uh, having anything to do with this conversation. And Jack goes, fine, how many people are sick of Eric? And they all raise their hands, and it looks over at Eric, and Eric has his hand raised, too. And he's like, all right, it's ubiquitous. And he just gets up, and he walks away. Um, Ubiquitous. That's what I said. You said ubiquitous. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Um, You need a word of the day calendar. So uh, I do want a word of the day calendar. But so 
Sean starts to tell them, like, you guys have too much leftover anger. Like, there's just too much leftover anger here for you guys to, to work this out. And Eric from the other room, who's making a sandwich, goes, leftover. Like, residual. Residual. Like when my mom makes too much meatloaf and there's some leftover. Hot roast. Whatever. When my mom makes beef that doesn't get eaten, <laughs> uh, the residuals are left over. And they're just like, goodness gracious, like, why do you let him stay to Jack? And mm-hmm. Jack is like, kind of resigned. And he's just like, because I like him. He's my friend. And no matter what he does or how he is, I just still like him. He's like... God help me, I like him. Now we cut to Chubby's. Uh, Topanga and Corey are like separate. Topanga's up at the bar. Corey's sitting in a seat at a table that's like right by the bar. Angela and Sean are cuddled up in a booth. And I just have to say, one of my, I think, my issues with Topanga and Corey this season is how unnatural they kind of are together. They're so over the top with their relationship. Angela and Sean seem natural, like, just in passing. Mm -hmm. Like, the way that they cuddle up in the booth is not this, like, over-the-top, like, make-out cuddling or anything like that. They're just kind of, like, snuggled up and comfy together, and it seems so natural. Yeah. I'm always struck by the difference between the two of them and Corey and Topanga. And I noticed this in the ski, in the, like, Lauren episodes, mm-hmm. when Angela and Sean were, like, cuddled up on the couch. And Topanga and Corey almost seem uncomfortable with each other on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Ryder Strong and Trina McGee had way more chemistry together than Topanga and Corey. I agree, but I also think that throughout this series, Ryder Strong has had better chemistry with several people. Yeah. Um, and Corey, uh, Ben Savage, really only had chemistry with Lauren. Yeah, uh, I agree. That's the only person I can think of him this entire time where it seemed natural. Right. I do think like when they were younger, it seemed like they had chemistry together, Topanga and Corey. Mm. But... Then we see other people with other people, and it's like, oh, wait, uh, no, that's chemistry. That's right. just acting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Angela and Sean are talking about the fact that, like, they don't understand why this keeps happening. And, and you know, Sean's just like, they love each other. It's fine. Like, they'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And as they're talking... Amy and Alan walk down the steps at Chubby's, which seems so weird to me. They come down and and Amy, who obviously adores Topanga, immediately goes over to Topanga and is like, hey, Topanga, and like hugs her and rubs her on the back and then like comes around to Corey and it's like, hey, Corey, just to let you know, you need to be home in time for Morgan to come back from her art class um, because we're headed out. And they're like, or he's just like, where are you going? And Alan's like, your mother decided I had to go towel shopping with her. Yeah, he says, apparently she can't pick out towels without me anymore. And she's like, this isn't about that. This is about the fact that you forgot my mother's birthday. And he's like, I did not forget. I made a calculated decision. And she's like, how could you be so insensitive? And Topanga says, it must run in the family. And Corey, like, turns around and blows a raspberry at her. And uh, Alan was like, fine, look, I'll go with you, but just we need to get moving so I can be back in home home in time for the game. And Amy is like, oh, the Phillies? What, what does this matter? They're going to be either in fourth or fifth place? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she was like, if you were really a baseball fan, fan you would um, be rooting for Baltimore. No, she says, if yeah, you would move to Baltimore if you wanted to watch real baseball, which is a sick burn. I don't think you understand. Fourth or fifth in baseball would be last place. I don't understand. I know, which is why I'm, I'm doing baseball this. baseball is so boring. No, it's the best sport. No. Um, so they're fighting about that. And then Amy goes, all right, we have to go, but I'm driving because you are a lunatic at rush hour. And they continue fighting about 
his driving versus her driving and how her road rage, which is very similar to my road rage, where she just kind of talks to the cars next to her, even though they can't hear her. Um, I do that all the time. The kids think it's very funny. Um, so they just keep on fighting about it. Yeah, and he's like, well, if, you're, if I'm such a bad driver, why would you marry me? And she goes, well, if I'd listened to my mother, I wouldn't have. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, when June 14th rolls around, I'm going to forget another birthday. And she goes, Alan, that's your birthday. She laughs, yeah. And... Uh, well, they immediately, she's laughing. The edge is taken off. And they start flirting about, like, what... Amy's going to get Alan and um, Alan's like, oh, well, why won't you tell me? And she's like, maybe I'll tell you in the car. And he's like, oh, well, did you want to drive still? And she's like, no, you can drive, but you can't listen to the baseball game. And they're just and like, she says uh, this resonated with me. She says, I just want to talk to you. And he goes about what? And she goes, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about. And I'm <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Where I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about. And Tanya's just like, well, you, let's, we should talk. <laughs> well, and to be fair, I also will ask you to tell me stories. Sometimes I just want to hear your voice and be mm-hmm. close to you. I get it, Amy. But um, I just sometimes I don't you have that in me. You call me Amy because Amy is my sister. Not in Boy Meets World time. I know. But when you call me Amy, it feels weird because I have a sister named Amy. Anyways. Um, so they start making up immediately right there. And Corey's just like, what is happening right now? Like, what did I just see? And they're like, what do you mean? And he was like, you went from, you were yelling at each other to making up like in the same sentence. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. And they talk about how like, this is, we're just, we're in love and we're married. Like, we're not going to, people fight. That's what people do. We're not going to have a fight and then break up. We're married and we're in love. And and when you're in love, you can just kind of like you patch it up and you make up and you get over it. And sometimes making up is the best part. Right. And and at this point, like Corey and Topanga have also started arguing, which was like a really bizarre turn of events. They like started arguing about the argument that happened between Amy and Alan. And it was very strange. Like it was a very forced scene. Um, But it was just setting it up so that Sean could come in and answer the question of, you're in love with each other. And Corey was just like, well, why are we, or Topanga says like, why do we break up? And Sean was like, because you're in high school and that's what you think high schoolers are supposed to do. But you're not like you can fight and then make up with each other and it's fine. And so Amy and Alan leave or walk away and Topanga looks at Corey and she's like, do you want to make up now? And then they kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, Pans over to Sean, who sat next, who who's sitting down with Angela again, like all cozied up. And then Topanga and Corey come over to the bench, well, and, and they sit down. Bef- and Corey starts talking to Sean about all of that, and he's like, "I'm just so sorry." Um, well, and and before they came over, Angela turns to Sean, and she's like, "I'm just, it's so great to see." And Sean says, "Thank you," and she's like, "Oh, like you had anything to do with this." And then Corey and Topanga come over and apologize. And Corey is saying, what? Corey's just like, I'm so sorry. I put so much pressure on you to get us back together. Now I realize, again, all the eyes. I, I, I. He's so self-important. He's like, I realize now that no one could have done that. And um, Sean says, yeah, because friendship doesn't go that far. And then he looks up. At the stairs where Amy and Alan are standing, giving him a big old thumbs up. And he gives them a thumbs up because he did this whole thing. And and Angela looks at Sean all like, mm. like, that's like a, what? oh, I figured it out. Ooh, Sean. And she smooches him on the cheek. Is that your Angela Ooh, voice? Sean. No, that's her look. Oh, okay. That was the look. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, now we go to the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Episode's over. post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the backyard. Eric and Jack were walking up to Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney is like, good evening, boys. And Eric goes, hmm, salutations, my didactic friend. And um, Mr. Feeney's like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Or he says, like, excuse me? And Jack's like, hi. He said hi. 
And Mr. Feeney says, uh, no, I know what he said, but does he know what he said? And Eric's like, haha, Mr. Feeney, like, I enjoy your I appreciate- uh, sardonic jocularity. Yeah. And Jack is like, yeah, he got a word of the day calendar, Mr. Feeney, and it's just driving me crazy. Like, he just figured out how to use it correctly. And uh, Mr. Feeney's like, great, uh, a vocabulary, a, a good vocabulary is going to be a, an asset in life. Mm-hmm. And what is Eric saying? He says, I'm certain my erudite loquaciousness will be most advantageous, particularly in regards to intellectual discourse. And Mr. Feeney just deadpans to, to um, Jack. I, I can see where this would get old, huh? And Jack's just like, yes, can get old. Like, can you make it stop? And Mr. Feeney says, uh, Mr. Matthews, have you perused the tastefully lascivious sports, 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 (laughs) Sports illustrated swimsuit issue. And Eric just like goes, ooh, tushies for sale and, and runs out to go buy the, the, the bathing suit up issue. The bathing suit episode. What the hell? Um, anyway, Jack is just like, Mr. Feeney, you are such a good teacher. And Mr. Feeney is just like, yeah, well, when you live next door to a house full of psychos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tanya, how'd you feel about this episode? As much as I had to write down about this episode and as many funny things happen in this episode, it was so grossly overshadowed by the disgusting displays of Corey and Topanga. Yeah. Like... I think that we wrote down all of the funny parts and it did fill up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the basis of this episode was so gross that I can't necessarily say that I loved it. I loved Eric and I loved Mr. Feeney and I loved Sean's sincerity. It was very sweet, but it's just gross. Yeah. And I think that's basically how I feel about it. Like, Eric was hilarious. Jack was great. Like, all of the all of the surrounding pieces were so good, but it was all laid on a foundation of, ew, nasty. That's how I felt about this episode. I don't know what else I could say about it. How'd you feel about this episode? That was the shortest you've ever gone. I well, because I can't. There isn't much else I can say. No, about it's fine. It. You can be short sometimes. It's all right. Um, I. Oh God, it's a weird one. Um, this is. I mean, it's. I've said it several times this season, and I feel bad that I'm just kind of saying it again. But this is another one where watching it, it was entertaining and funny. Um, like as a background episode, it was a great episode, but when you start to really watch it, it's not good. Like it's 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 frustratingly off. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Mr. Feeney was hilarious. He made me laugh out loud at least three times, mm-hmm. and that's great. But it didn't seem in character at all. Right. Um. Uh, Sean was really good. Um, as far as like combating the Corey stuff. And it was really uh, refreshing to see at the end that he was right all along and he really was the one who orchestrated all of this. And he didn't even care anymore to get the 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 um, accolades for it. He didn't care to begin with. He never cared. He just wanted them to be back together. Right. And, um, but, you, but watching the stuff with Corey manipulating Sean... Uh, uh, Topanga manipulating Corey, like it's it's just not fun to see that, especially when you're talking about your two main characters of your TV show. Um, it 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 really kind of like puts a damper on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is supposed to be the protagonist, and I right now I hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, there was plenty, like it was well written from a comedic standpoint. This really was like the if you were to pick one episode that demonstrated season five to me, mm-hmm. this would be it. Uh, and and that doesn't mean I think it's the best episode of season five. I think it's the best demonstration of how this season has gone, where it's been so back and forth. It's been a lot of, of negativity with 
with Corey and Topanga, a lot of manipulation with Corey and Topanga. Uh, Sean shining, but still being relegated to this like um, support character for their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just kind of being written um, out of character. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've watched we've watched them be one way for four seasons, five seasons, and then they keep bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made me laugh a lot. So mm-hmm. like, it's not, it's not um, terrible. Mm-hmm. And season five hasn't been bad. It's been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's been really inconsistent and really kind of frustrating at times. Yeah, I also think there's a really strange um, like thing where people seem to think that these manipulations and these games are a funny trope. And I think that everyone has been hurt and affected by manipulation. And watching these kids act it out is in in what they are trying to put forth as like a comedic way really kind of turns my stomach Mm. like it's not it's not that they are being manipulative it's that they're being manipulative with a laugh track and right and it's just like no like this hurts people and Corey is turning this thing that Topanga has been doing and being really shitty with for episode after episode after episode and doing it to his best friend who literally has sat with with him mm-hmm. and been with him through this really hard time in his life. And he's still just all about himself and manipulating the situation. And it's just... Even, even after he gets called out for it. And, and it was, again, like, I'm talking about things that were refreshing. It was refreshing when Sean said, I'm tired of the mind games. Mm-hmm. But even that was met with a laugh track and it went nowhere. Right. There was no like consequence for it and, and there was no like big reveal where Corey was like, you're right, I have been playing mind games, I'm sorry. Right, and in the end, it all turned out really the way Corey and Topanga wanted it to. Right. Like, Sean did get them back together, whether they thought so or not. Sean worked way too hard to undo all of this manipulation. He does have a life. He mm. has a girlfriend. He has a family. Like, Eric and Jack are his family now. He lives with them. He doesn't need to spend all of his time doing this stuff that was completely unnecessary. And Corey is like, I'm the most important person in the world. I'm going to let you do this and spend all of your time doing this. Yeah. So. But it was a funny episode. (laughs) Yeah. No, it had some of the funniest lines ever. Mm -hmm. And I love it when... Eric is like, I can be smart. Like, watch me be smart about things. It's so funny. It was a bummer, though. You get to the end, and Mr. Feeney talks him out of being that way. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It, that you, you would think of all people, Mr. Feeney would be the one who kept pushing that. Right. Yeah. Again, it's that, like, we got to make this funny. Right. I don't know. It was kind of like one of those episodes where it's like, it's so sad that this was so funny. Yeah. But it was. It was really funny. Um, anyway, this episode is going to be so much shorter than I thought it was going to be. Because and, we we wrote it down like word for word. Because there was so much that we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan was brought up. We didn't see her again. Yeah. I was, I was bummed. I was um, typing when I was taking notes when they brought her up and i thought maybe she was on screen and i looked up mm-hmm. and she was not yeah we hardly so. ever get morgan we had her a couple episodes for eric hollywood as not morgan couple but... episodes yeah eric hollywood yeah she was in a couple episodes no a couple episodes ago oh i see um as like not morgan yeah and she was so fantastic and i i miss morgan yeah but Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks, she says. <laughs> she figured it out. The tagline of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Them's the breaks. I think that is the tagline for season five. Yeah, it might be. It's like, oh, don't really like Cory and Topanga. Them's, them's the, the breaks. breaks. Anyway, 
Um, you anything else you want to tell the people? No, tell the I don't class. Think so. Talk uh, to the class a little bit. Have a little heart to heart. Um, don't manipulate people. Oh yeah, don't, don't play games with people. Yeah. it's not funny. It doesn't work. It's only harmful. And that is my life lesson for you that for some reason you couldn't learn from Boy Meets World because while they're manipulating people, it didn't actually show it hurting anyone and everything was fine. Yeah, I I think a lot of these issues could be resolved if every once in a while there were repercussions for the manipulation and it was brought up directly. Like, And and having Sean bring it up in this episode was such a good spot to bring that up and bring it to light because that is what's been happening so much this right season. so instead of them like you know expanding on that conversation they throw in a laugh track and then it's over they throw in a laugh track and said we don't we have uh too much time on our hands like no you're you're an asshole yeah you just manipulated your best friend for the billionth time that also brought me to a really a, a point that i actually did want to make oh so Corey and Sean have this whole fight where Sean calls him out for manipulation. Uh-huh. They have this big, huge fight. They sit down together and they're fine. Yet it took Sean, like bringing Amy and Alan into the equation to show the exact same thing. Right. And that was weird to me. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Tell us what you guys think. Yes, tell us what you guys think. You can do that on our Facebook. Uh, just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. Um, you can answer some questions and on a little preview. Uh, we should have some new moderators soon. Um, that will That will uh, help us with that process so that it doesn't take a whole week for you to get approved. Don't frown at me. You know it takes a week sometimes. Only the one time. We're both very, very bad at social media. It's true. Um but we had 25 people apply this week and nobody answered the questions. So I don't know. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. At BMG and BMW. Or you can email us. At BMG and BMW at gmail.com. Um, I think that's going to do it for us yeah, this week. Most definitely. Um, Tanya's going to get to sleep. Yes, I need that. Uh, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 5, Episode 21. Do good. Class dismissed.